1: of the world, Steve Fingers.
0: So, welcome to another rendition of The Podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles. If you're into nerd culture, if you're into science, sports, memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20. You'll get 20% off. They ship worldwide. Like I said, comic books, signed sports memorabilia from like hockey gloves, basketballs. Fucking golf clubs probably. Wrestling memorabilia like old WWF magazine. Old Coliseum home videos they have. I don't know how they get this shit. They update daily. So please visit them every day at firstrow.ca. And if you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com today for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Final Fantasy V, NBA Jam, Resident Evil, and so many others. Everything you see on their website is in ebook and paperback format. So no excuse, Pick something up there. Website again is bossfightbooks.com. And if you want to support me directly, please visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there. Click on that link. It takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from t-shirts to hoodies to travel mugs to phone cases. Anything you literally need or want, it is there. But please, the most important thing, the easiest thing, the freest thing, no excuse, rate, subscribe, review, review. It's the most important thing anyone could do for an independent artist. I don't consider myself an independent artist, but my guest is an independent artist, and we'll get into that. But please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms, most specifically Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So this week's guest is an award-winning content creator, a journalist, producer, an on-air talent, and a podcaster, returning guest, Brian Fonseca
2: good man uh family right remember that's right same last name you know what i mean
0: (laughs) we gotta stick together
2: (laughs) yeah different backgrounds though i will say that much Uh, i know i
0: still can't figure it out i've been you know what you know i've been always trying to figure this out but i have no connection to puerto rico whatsoever it makes no sense to me (laughs) no sense whatsoever
2: Uh, well i mean look there are there are dudes uh like mexican soccer players share our name also that i don't believe i have any relation to i'm not you know i haven't spit in one of those papers and take a dna test to find out (laughs) if i have some mexican in me that'd be pretty dope if i do um but you know to my knowledge and you know puerto rican new york city (laughs) you know what i mean american for for better or for worse but you know so that comes with its own uh, its own things you face yeah, good to I'm see you kidding. again for sure
0: yeah no kidding it's always good to have you on i love talking sports I l- like we have so much in common from video games to mma to pro wrestling like you know what i mean so let's start off with basketball since that's one of your main things you usually cover Sure. how did you enjoy this year's so-called covid season and did you think the right team won how about that Let, let let's do that
1: I mean, I'm I'm
2: not gonna take a championship away from the Bucks. Like what they it, it's it's kinda like how I felt about last year where a lot of people were saying like, Oh, it's you know, it's only the bubble, especially in as it pertained to, to the pertains to the Lakers and the Heat mm. who got to the finals and then the Lakers who ended up winning it and people tried to discredit them and I was like I could argue that the bubble title was the mm. hardest championship to win because mm. the are, you know, uh black men going through a social justice sort of uprising and trying to fight for equality while they're secluded away from their home in a bubble amongst each other for the Lakers and the months, the Lakers and the heat in particular for Hmm. months, for months, they were there for like three, four months. Um, All that's going on, not to mention a deadly pandemic going around the world, et cetera, et cetera, like dealing with all those things and then playing basketball every other day, not the easiest thing in the world. So I give full credit for them for doing that now on the flip side of that didn't think necessarily or shouldn't have thought that they were going to then have just seven weeks until training camp to get ready for this season and Uh then get back there you know what i mean so the lakers the heat uh injured at the end tired at the end the celtics and nuggets will throw them in there too because they also played deep into the bubble got to the semifinals, and had nine weeks to prepare for training camp and just to just so people like understand that matters like the toronto raptors for example mm-hmm. your toronto raptors mm-hmm. when they won the world championship in 2019 which was a standard nba season yep. uh them and the warriors had about three and a half months to prepare until training camp true you know what i mean not preseason season but <laughs> training camp yeah yeah but, like you know, like, so the limited time, like, that stuff matters. And basketball seasons are tough as it is, and it's a grueling game. But I think and, – and the injuries are worrisome for me uh, – were worrisome for me this past year mm. and will be again next season because now we're going back to normal starting in September. So, you know, I don't think the Bucks will be able to repeat necessarily. Okay. But I'm happy for them that they got one, and I think that – um there were a championship-worthy team at the end, mm. even though it's entirely possible that the Nets would have beaten them had Kevin Durant's foot been an inch shorter.
0: That's fair to say. That's fair. Okay, I know it's early, and as of this recording, the draft hasn't even happened. But in yeah. a perfect world and in your mind, who do you think has the best odds of winning it next year now?
2: Um, a lot of people... Th- see, this is such a difficult question for me because a lot of people are saying the Lakers or the Nets... Um, because of the LeBron factor or because of, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. I, I was a Nets skeptic from the beginning because I was saying Kyrie is injured basically every season and hasn't quite finished a season since his second Celtic year. And that year he was bad at the end, bad at the playoffs. Mm. I think he'd like checked out or whatever. And then, sure. you know, so the last time he finished a season and you felt good about it was the Cavs championship year where he hit the famous game seven shot, whatever. Yeah. Ever since then, it's been injuries or he just sort of fell apart at the end uh whatever the case may be. James Harden, like he's, he's like a running back. Like there's only been so many <laughs> hits that you're going to take. And, you know, he plays a a game that's high contact, a lot of dribbles and things of that, that nature. Sure. When is he going to start wearing down? And he's 12 years in. And then Kevin Durant's post-Achilles, and, you know, we're seeing him be healthy. But he, we didn't see him sort of string together like two, three straight months of healthy basketball because he was in and out of injury this season. Yeah. So I still have my questions about them. Um, I have my questions about the Lakers. And then there are just a lot of wild cards, like Golden State's clearly trying to compete again. Uh, your Raptors are up to something. I have no idea what. Like, I could see them going in either direction. Like Kyle <laughs> Lowry is probably not going to be there next year, but they have the fourth overall pick, right. and they can use that to get, like, OG and there there, Fred Van Vliet. Like, are they going to package some of this and try to get something? Never or are they going to rebuild? Like, I have no idea. They're a wild card to me. The That's Atlanta true. Hawks, they're a wild card to me. The That's Knicks, right. they're a wild card to me. Yeah, yeah. The Heat, the Heat. They have Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. And everything else is on the table.
1: And <laughs> listen, that
2: front office is one of the best front offices in basketball. Like, they just figure it out. Like, people are saying they don't have much to trade with. And I'm like, I mean, they got Jimmy Butler for Josh Richardson, Hassan Whiteside, and a first-rounder. Sure. <laughs> like, and then they went to the finals. Like, I there's so, there's so many teams. So, like, I mean, I, I don't even know who I'd put my money on right now, to be honest. I have no idea. I mean, I like Denver, but Jamal Murray's hurt. I was gonna I like say Boston, Denver. but they got to yeah. get they got to get it together. Like, I I, I honestly I, I don't really have a great answer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's fair enough. Again, it is early in the season, but I'm just saying, as you see, sometimes how shit shifts and how stuff happens. You, usually, if you had to put a dime on it, but yeah, no, I totally get it. it it's so, now I guess it would be easier if they were already saying like preseason or something, because at least then you know who's on what team, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, after the off season. We'll have some clarity. I mean, we're doing this the day before the draft, and tomorrow is going to be very strenuous uh, Mm -hmm. from the draft picks alone. But I think think that a lot of people are playing chicken, but it's going to be like anything else we've seen. Once one trade happens... We'll start seeing them all over the place. Same thing with free agency. The big domino falls. Everybody else waits uh, for that big domino to fall, sure. whoever that is or whatever that is. And then we'll see it come right after. Jonas, Jonas Valanciunas going from Memphis to New Orleans is not necessarily that big domino. But to start now New Orleans is a serious Kyle Lowry suitor. Or are they just using that? As a decoy to be like, nah, we're actually gonna keep Lonzo Ball and keep this thing together and see what happens. Like a lot of teams just playing chicken right now. and There's a lot of bad information going on social media from people who aren't that credible. Uh So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. We'll we'll have we'll have a lot more answers within the next few weeks.
0: You know, it's funny. This is actually more exciting to me than the actual playoffs in the regular season. How fucked up is that? <laughs>
2: Yeah, but you know what? Like, <laughs> you're not in the minority in that. Like, I like for for me, like the trade deadline and this exactly. This period, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's of super, like a, as somebody who, when he gets two K, doesn't play my player. Thank you. Doesn't play <laughs> fucking my team and this make believe shit. I know he plays I. my GM. Like yeah. I start off, I pick a team, whomever, whatever team I feel like trying to rebuild. I'm the same and. I feel like I feel like the generations before me, like that's where I come from. My yeah. older brother is is basically your same age, it's yeah. right around there. Okay. And we grew up playing like the same games in franchise mode and Madden. Exactly. And like that's what it's all about to me. So yeah. I'm looking at it from that prism and I'm like, I do enjoy the games. Like I very much enjoy the games. But <laughs> this this shit is like <laughs> cocaine, dog.
0: <laughs> I know. Like
2: this shit. <laughs> Like, you're just getting the notification this person traded for this person yep. at a pick or whatever. And it's like, oh, shit. Now this team could do this, and this team's going to do this. It, I mean, oh, man. A- and you, as a Raptors fan right now, mm-hmm. having just won a championship, like, you can go through this without a certain level of anxiety. True. You know what I mean? You're yeah, like, yeah. what are we going to do necessarily? Like, is Messiah Ujiri, are we sure he's going to stay with us, whatever, whatever? But at the same time, you're like, man, we got a ring. And I just trust our front office because (laughs) the Raptors, the Heat, the Spurs historically, like, they're just a few teams that are just so good at development and always have a plan and never totally really bottom out. So, like, if you're fans of certain franchises at this point, like, yeah, you have to feel very comfortable about where you are.
0: No, of course. Of course. Another thing I want to touch on before we get on to your much-anticipated book (laughs) Thriller fights, celebrity fights. Where do you fall in line with this? Because I don't think I've seen you tweet or go on social media either pro or nay against it. So I wonder where you where you stand on these.
2: I have tweeted about them.
0: Oh, okay, um, okay. Maybe I just missed I, I,
2: it. I don't have well, not all of them. I don't. I don't have like a strong sort of stance. I just am very skeptical. Like again, I'm a child of professional wrestling, where mm. you've se- you've seen. Uh promotions like WCW throw a lot of money at people mm-hmm. and you're what they're looking around, like how are they gonna be able to afford this? You know, wrestling society X comes to mind, and Triller is kind of like the same for me. Like, I'm I'm looking at this and I'm like, is this one necessary and two sustainable? Like, are we do we really need Doja Cat?
1: Do we mm-hmm. really need
2: some of the performances and that's not shade to Doja Cat. I'm like, do we need her here? You know what I mean? Like, do we need Justin Bieber? Do we need all these different sort of celebrities performing in between bites or whatever? Like, I don't think that's necessarily going to sustainably hook a lot of people. I think okay. it's very in the moment. It's great for, you know, shit like TikTok, but I don't under, I don't know. Like, is this going to be really sustainable? Because it's a pay-per-view model at the end of the day. That's true. And how many people actually pay for pay-per-view?
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? I but you know what? I their mean, numbers are still I mean, pretty that, okay, though. That's the fucked yeah, up the, part.
2: The numbers are still pretty okay, but everybody got a homie with the hookup. Remember, That's Triller, true. Knows, know, Triller knows they were trying to, you know, they know that they could have had more streams on all their cards, right? Sure. And... They know that because they were trying to threaten to stick up people for like, oh, we'll find you if you pirated our
1: shit. Okay, (laughs) good luck. (laughs) Like, you
2: have until this time to fill out this form and give us our money, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I don't know what came of that, but I'm pretty sure that the people who pirated that uh, didn't didn't end up paying that out. Um, So we'll see. And now, evidently, other people are going to step in and, and take it from them because we're already seeing – I believe Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley is going to be on Showtime, right? Yeah. It's not going to be a trailer card. No. So the, so people are going to corner the market on them. It's true. And I now see, all of a these, these celebrity fights, like what's what's really going to come of it? Like And, and I, for me with the celebrity fighting or whatever, I just like – yeah, I think I think fighting should be mostly left to the professionals, except for like specific grudges. Like there are some people who like, yeah, you'd want to see them go at it. I'm trying to think of a, a good example right now, but can't 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 quite come to mind yet. But yeah,
0: see, see, but right there is the problem, and that's what a lot of people are saying. Where you could have these thriller fights, but on the undercard, put real fighters on so they get the exposure to lead to other cards, and then so boxing could come back and be the sport out of what once was, right? Yeah, they and they've done that. I remember they they
2: had like Badu Jack on one of the cards. They've had like and and good fights. Um, unfortunately, people don't talk about them nearly as much. I know. Which, I mean, that's the problem, but. And it's like there's a multi-pronged issue i do think that putting real fights helps i actually do think that that helps but sure. i don't know how sustainable it is like to continue to get celebrities to you know consider themselves fighters and whatever whatever i don't know how 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 just how sustainable that is but i do wonder about this right
1: mm.
2: i think the problem with boxing, just in general, is that we don't get the best to fight the best. We don't get the best fighting the best. And guys, that's always been a problem. Is, it's not as much of a problem in mixed martial arts No. because there are people on the UFC roster and they have to fight each other at some point. Yep. There are people on the Bellator roster and they have to fight their to, yep. uh fight at some point. The problem is that then they don't get paid as much, <laughs> you know, by the promote by the promotion as they probably would independently. But you know, they each have their own issues or whatever. I bring that up to say. We don't see a lot of celebrity MMA matches, and there's probably a reason for that. Because yeah. everybody thinks that they can throw hands or whatever. Let somebody throw a fucking roundhouse at your <laughs> face. Like if Jake Paul steps into, a, like if he he would box Tyrone Woodley, whatever, whatever. And yeah. I, hope, I hope I hope Tyrone Woodley wins. Yes, yeah, so but if he, but if but they're not going to do that in the octagon no,
0: never.
2: because that's a little bit different. Please, you know what I mean? Not even a little bit different. That's a lot different.
0: Yeah, Take no kidding. One
2: leg kick. Take one leg kick, Jake Paul.
0: And I was then, gonna like, say it'll be it'll be different. Yeah, there, there's a reason why Mayweather and uh, McGregor had a boxing match too. Can you imagine Mayweather in an MMA fight against M- McGregor? Jesus Christ!
2: Yeah, he'll he'll try the Philly show and then he'll be <laughs> on his back taking fucking you know punches <laughs> from the top mount from whoever he's fighting against. And I love I love Floyd I love Floyd Mayweather's boxing ability. Not yeah, yeah. him Like as a person or whatever.
0: But, no, of course.
2: You know I, I love like watching him and just sort of the art form like of what he does especially defensively and things like that ain't none of that shit flying in a mma octagon
0: no of course (laughs) not it's so different like (laughs) people like everyone gets like shell-shocked when they go from mma to boxing and vice versa because the stand up yeah. game is so different because there's so many different aspects. And again, the size of the gloves, obviously, the ability to actually come in for a shot if, if, you, if you're in MMA versus actually, like you said, just going around and doing defensive style. Like, you can't do that. And yeah. it's just, I don't know, man. But people don't get it. They think it's all the same.
2: Yeah, it's far from that. I mean, and you know that because what people will tell you is that wrestling is the thing in MMA that helps you the most of as course. far as your foundation. I hear it
0: over and over. You know, yeah.
2: Yeah. You hear it all the time. Habib Nurmagomedov is arguably the best ever. And he, you know, was somebody who came up to wrestling, yeah. uh, Georgia St. Pierre, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And in boxing, like you have got like Israel Asanya has a boxing background sure. or whatever, whatever. But if he decided to leave MMA and became a boxer, like sure. would he really become a world champion or anything like that? You know, your best chance at, at that happening would be uh, uh, a heavyweight like Francis Ngannou, you know, because heavyweight's True. a little bit of a different game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Still, and saying. still, I don't – would Francis Ngannou beat Deontay Wilder? Like, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> no, not the best of the best. I'm sure he'll beat yeah. some guy who has, like, an even 10-10 and 10 record. But other than that, sure. you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, like like he could take, you know, certain guys, but like I don't see him outboxing Tyson Fury. No. You know what I mean? No like way. that's not happening. No so way. It's a no different way. game, man. It's, different
0: it's so game. true, it's so true. Well we could talk about sports all day, but the reason I brought you on, you dropped a new book, Hidalgo Heights. Okay, first and foremost, why now a book? What gave you the inspiration all of a sudden, or was this always in the plans from the beginning?
2: A combination of both. Oh, because okay. and I think your listeners like they'll relate to this in some sort of way so the trajectory that i've been on career wise has been heavily into sports sports writing sports broadcasting etc etc however early on i was sort of writing fictional stuff creating characters in video games and writing out stories on their background and things of that nature i was doing that in middle school school yeah, yeah. etc like, I would make a character and fight night or whatever and then sure. you know write out a few pages being like this person was born in 1980 uh, married this chick when he was 28 etc etc uh he's from Charlotte North Carolina da, 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 so on and so forth like this yeah. is something that I always did and even now when I create uh characters in, in certain video games even today okay. like I'll create a character and I'm like folk i'm like actually focused on what i do around them like where are they from oh shit how do they look the whole thing like i'm still like very anal about certain things okay okay. what i mean so that basically became uh something that i always wanted to pursue was creative writing creative producing And things of that nature, even in college, I took some screenwriting classes and creative writing courses or whatever to brush that up. I just knew that it was going to be harder to get into. And as somebody who grew up loving sports, like I just ended up going that that route. Mm -hmm. That said, uh, March, COVID hits, shuts down everything. I accepted a job the day before Rudy Gobert tested positive. And Mm -hmm. that evidently didn't end up materializing because, you know, COVID just had everybody just out of whack and rightfully so. In New York, we were getting slapped up in the spring and in one day in April because we had so much time on our hands. Remember, we were all sort of going back, watching old shows, yup. playing old games, oh, yeah. old movies, et cetera, et cetera. People saw Goodfellas for like the 18th time, <laughs> et cetera, right? And I was just looking at my Xbox 360 mm. <laughs> one day. I have a PS4. I'm trying to get a PS5. Well, we'll update on that later this year but um uh, X, xbox 360 i was looking at it because i hadn't touched it in a little bit sure. and i was going through some games i had i was like nba street volume three huh i wonder if this still works put it in and it still worked and one Great of the game. things you can do in the game one of the things yeah classic nba street volume three legitimate classic yep. one of the things you could do in the game is create your own court And when you're creating your own court, Mm -hmm. you're creating the neighborhood around it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So as I'm making this neighborhood and this court and making it look really shitty and things of that nature, I start getting this idea for a story. And then from there, I find myself later that afternoon doing an outline. And then I'm hitting up my homie Dexter like, yo, I think I'm going to write a fiction book. (laughs) I (laughs) think I'm going to write a fiction novel. You know what I mean? And I tell him the idea, and he's like, yeah, do it. Like, do it. You know what I mean? And, a few, you know, after several months just working on it, whatever, getting an editor to help out, sure. copywriting the shit so that nobody fucks with me, and uh, just, That's you know, true. getting all the ideas together. And yeah, Hidalgo Heights uh, ended up coming out this year in uh, on June 1st, and uh, it's out.
0: No, that's that awesome.
2: It that ended up happening from NBA Street Volume Three. Background that's of just playing video games, yeah. F- background of playing video games, and um, just always wanting to just go that route because I do, I do want to get in. I do want like more television writing opportunities sure. um, in in the near future, and okay, okay. you know, being able to, you know, uh, video game writing. I mean, that would be like a dream job.
0: I could see I that. Mean. I was going to bring that up. Or even <sighs> wrestling. Because you made people... Like, I'm going to bounce around a lot. And I'm going to try not to sure. ruin too much. Especially the ending. Because I know it's... Oh my God. As much <laughs> as I want to talk about it. It's a great <laughs> ending. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil it. There will be it. a sequel. There will be a sequel. Okay. We'll, we'll leave I it at it. that. So I'm going to bounce around a lot. But yes. The thing I was thinking of was like... You made me invested in each fucking character. Like, there's like... At first, you think there's going to be four main characters. Then, another character gets introduced. Then, the background characters, like Torres and, and um, the boxer, uh, what's his name?
2: Atunde Forge.
0: Atunde. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Now I'm invested in these people's <laughs> stories. What the fuck is this guy making me fall in love with these characters? So, yes. That's
2: what I want. That's the exact reaction I wanted, but yeah.
0: It's great, man. So, yeah, I can see you totally writing video games and, like I said, wrestling, like storylines and stuff like that. It's right up your alley, man. Fuck.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's something I've always wanted to do and I feel like I can do that in a better way where I'm more invested mm. than, you know, some of some of the like sports writing can get very rudimentary after a while. It's of like course. You wake up and it's like you have to you know, do this, that and the third and yeah, it, it gets old and then it's like yeah. how much how you you question like how much do you actually care about the thing you're writing about. True. And for me, I'm always wanting to be more creative and more creative and you know, and not just Not just doing my mm-hmm. own projects Because, you know, that could be lonely also You want to be able to do that with people of You course. know, writing a book, writing a fiction novel With that during a pandemic, not fucking mm-hmm. easy You know what I mean? You could I, I'm the only person that I know <laughs> That did it, which is to say Like, it's not to separate me from anybody In some sort of egotistical way It's just to say really? that it's something that a lot of people would, Wouldn't want to do, and why would they? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, the re- the returns and the Um The things that you can benefit from it, they may never come. They could, or they just will be in the distant future. I think it's a long-term sort of play. And for me, I do envision this being a television series one day in the
0: future. And that's the other thing I was going to fucking say to you. was like, That's literally the last thing I wrote in my notes. I could definitely see this uh, uh, somewhere on Amazon or Netflix.
2: That is honestly, and part of why I have it copywritten part of why i'm gonna have a sequel like that's honestly a long-term a long-term sure and i wrote it i think people when they read it right that will be something that will sort of be captured in their minds like they'll get it like they'll be like oh okay i can see this as a tv yeah because i wrote i wrote it out and sort of created it with that thinking like i want people to you could tell you could tell I want people to want to see this. I want people to see this play out in their head, but I want people to want to see this on screens because I think it's an important story, not yep. for my own fucking ego or anything. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, I think it's important because it's unique to, and these kind of stories—they're unique to like you know certain cultures or whatever. Like I'm writing predominantly, uh, predominantly about Latinos, though there are a lot of black characters as well. Right. However, in every sort of culture, because a part of this story, a big part of it, is like the americanizing going around going along around these children but to a degree that happens everywhere You're people sure. want you to assimilate to their culture as opposed to being of your own whatever that is mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that hap- that is through every single race you can think about I'm watching a show right now on Netflix called Top Boy, and there's an Asian dude that lives in London or whatever. And then okay. that caused me to look up like London immigration to the UK or whatever mm. and how's it out there. And in the United States, it's like a freaking melting pot in parts of Canada, too. There, it's like a melting <laughs> pot where there's people from all over the place, especially and in America. Yeah. And, and in America in particular, it's like a lot of people. They want you to come here and be American. And that's a fucking issue, right? It's like you want, you like Mexican food, but you don't want to share, you know, sort of your workspace and your personal things and supermarkets with Mexicans.
0: See, you know what's funny about that? Because up here in Canada, we want everyone to be their own race and to support their culture. You know what I mean? But we on are the flip, people than us. See, but here's the flip side. <laughs> then you, well, you have those other people who come to Canada and are so grateful for having a great life. That it's not that they shed like their background, but they support being Canadian more. Like you see a ton of motherfuckers with Canadian flags, and you could so tell they're not white. Like you know what I mean? Like you could tell they have a background in something, like, but they're repping the Canadian flag all the time. And it's like it's so funny when you give the option of people being themselves, they will assimilate eventually because they're grateful for being a part of such a great nation, so to speak.
2: If you're of a certain social mentality, there is a character in the story you'll know who i'm talking about i'm not going to give it away because
0: it's a actually story. hold on hold on hold that thought before you say that what is the books yeah. based on just in case so people know what the fuck we're talking about here Oh, the
2: book. <laughs> so hidalgo <laughs> heights is based on just like a lot of true events like there's no it's it's not a superhero fiction thing it's not like that and i'm not against superheroes or whatever. that's sure. not my bag and like when I Like, there are people way better at writing about that shit and creating it than I would be. You know what I mean? I am more just somebody who's always been grounded in realism in terms of the content I consume, in terms of the video games I play. Splinter Cell is probably my favorite video game series ever. Um, you know what I mean? I play a bunch of sports games, obviously. Uh, Call of Duty. I'm actually somebody who plays the campaign mode and actually cares about the story being told behind some of these characters. I'm using a multiplayer as opposed to just going online and playing team deathmatch for three fucking hours. Right. So yeah. So I, you know, I and, and and their story modes kind of underrated because a lot of people don't even know about.
0: I know them. it's true. So,
2: so 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 yeah. The main thing it's about a lot of different things, but a lot of it has to do. Which is how everything is connected, even things that you think aren't. In terms of um, identity politics, you know, socially, a lot of things that kids everything. experience. Yep. You know, everything is sort of connected, and you see that with these kids. Um, they're all athletes. These kids, by the way, the main characters are all high school juniors, mm-hmm. right? The main main characters. Yeah. Um. And you know, they're all <clears throat> high school athletes. The one. In the shitty town, they're like, you know, playing sports and trying to determine like, is like, is this sport? in some regard gonna save me like is this is this does this even matter if i'm going through all this other stuff Sure. how could i use this or whatever the case may be and Mm -hmm. then they're going through all the other things they're going socially the parents are overworking themselves and that's the thing and
0: that's what makes you fall in love with the characters is the background story and thank you for that little small detail because if you didn't care about their parents and if you don't know it's so true because if you don't know a person's struggle how can you feel sorry for them
2: I I become obsessed with that, right? Okay. And one of the things I love about Splinter Cell is that you could actually get into Sam's character. Like, there's books about it. There's an entire Wikipedia page. Like, I love getting background on some of these characters because for me, and I feel like sometimes I could even over-explain it. So, you know, I'm I'm not a perfect writer. I'm 27. I'm trying to... Of course. You know what I mean? Like, I'm working on it. But at the same time, it's like, I... When somebody gets introduced, I wanna know who they are in a background. And there's different ways of doing that in a book versus on TV, because on TV, as soon as you're watching a series, I'll put something on and it's like, I don't know who any of these people are yet. I don't even know all their names, whatever, whatever. They're just sort of moving around. And then they'll gradually get, you know, you'll see in episode four, this person is at home. Right. You find out that you find out that you find out that they're gay, you find out that they come from uh, El Salvador, whatever, whatever, and exactly. you, you start to get a sense of their background, and then you get invested in them or whatever, yes. whatever. On a book, you kind of have to lay that out a little bit you know, earlier
1: <laughs> than like
2: whatever the equivalent of the fourth episode is, but yeah, yeah. that's why I have certain parts, and I'll introduce this character, and especially if I know they're going to be a meaningful character, It'd be like this person's from here, this, this, and that, and that, and the third, and whatever the case may be, but... Yeah, no, that stuff is really important.
0: Okay, now, back to what you were saying. That one character that I know of, we were talking about assimilating to something.
2: I I would just say briefly that, like, there is a character in this story who people will probably know of right away. And if you are on a certain side, just, you know, socially, politically, whatever, you will dislike this character vehemently, but you will understand creatively why, that character matters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in certain shows, like not everybody could be a hero. And I, I wouldn't course. even say that there's necessarily a hero in this. We'll no, see uh, really. we'll, we'll see later on because obviously there's, there's more to be told and more to be done. But at the same time, there is one character and that character is super important because of what that person represents. And in my community, as a Latino and Puerto Rican, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. in my community, there are a bunch of those, but That character is also you see him a lot in doesn't matter black community, Muslim, white, et cetera, et cetera. Like whatever your background is, that character is the embodiment of just a lot of a lot of shit that honestly is it explains why things are the way they are for better and for worse. And really, if you're a certain of a certain mindset for worse.
0: Yeah, no can, again. I don't want to reveal too much either, but you could go either way and it's true there's a certain way where you can assimilate, but at the same time, why do you That was what was going through my mind the whole time. It's like, why the fuck is this guy thinking this way? Like, you I know what? I, why I, does he have to be like this? It's it, no, well, it's well, not well, one or the other.
2: Right. And, however, there is a certain section of people who are on the other side are being like, "Nah, I fuck with everything this guy is fuck. doing." Like they uh. would probably be like They would probably be like, I fuck with all, all of what he's doing or whatever. Like, I'm not saying that there are people who are on the, you know, other side politically or socially or whatever the case may be, who would enjoy this necessarily, but they would love that one character because he embodies them and them They are the problem with a lot of the shit that, you know, we're just experiencing uh, here in this country, but, you know, the same problems are the same problems elsewhere. I mean, no country, I would say, is a utopia at
0: the end of the day. And that's what I was just going to say, too, because even in my case, like, okay, like, obviously, my background is Portuguese, But at the same time, do I love every Portuguese person? No. Half my family, I don't even fucking talk to. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not Portuguese. Anytime anyone asks me where I'm – actually, I had this conversation with my wife the other day, oddly enough. She's like, what do you tell people who you are when they ask you? I'm like, born and raised in Toronto, Portuguese background. Like, I'll never drop that Portuguese background. Like, that's a part of me. Why would I want as much hate as I have towards certain people of the Portuguese race? Why would I drop it? It's who I am.
2: There's the thing in america a lot of people want you to drop it oh, you know what i mean like oh you're you're here now you gotta learn english et cetera. Et yeah, cetera. Yeah. you gotta do, do this that and the third and it's like no these kids like they don't like elzar is the black character on the cover mm-hmm. and he's black and cuban and he's proudly black and cuban you could tell as he's going through like his sort of development or whatever like these kids proudly are who they are but at the same time this culture is also sort of Chastising them for who they are, but they can't help the situation they were born into. They could only fight yep. to try to get out of it, and that's very difficult. uh You know, very difficult if you're not from there. It's way easier said than done. But it's that bootstraps mentality that people have here. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, uh, the pro- they think that the problems in here, and probably in other places worldwide, I would assume, they think that a lot of the people who experience just sort of economic difficulties and are living in poverty or whatever the case may be that they brought that on themselves right. and that's what they're you know that's that's sort of a, a central point of like the things that are going on here
0: yeah no kidding no kidding now you put in a lot of spanish phrases luckily i know how to read and talk spanish myself so i was good through it yeah. you don't necessarily need to know how to read spanish because a lot of the important phrases and whatever sentences you do drop you I'm, translate
2: i'm not great i'm not great at it by the way you know what i mean i'm still like brushing up on it learning it whatever the case may be um to you know better like to be able to like be fluent one day i'm conversational at best but yeah
0: <laughs> but you don't have to be spanish in order to read this book obviously but i think it no. does help to understand like the inside jokes and the certain stuff of what goes on in these neighborhoods if you don't know
2: no, because it, it's like for, for me, it's like I, it also wouldn't be authentic if some of that wasn't in there because it's not mm. it's not a ton. It'll be like a phrase here and there. It's, that's what I mean. That. Exactly. It won't be it won't be full. so that I made it to a way because it's like for me, even it's like I want. Yeah, I want people to be able to understand it. Shit, I want to understand it. But at the same time, it's like I know what I grew up around. I know what other people have grown up around here. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in a fictional town in New York City. And it's like, yeah, people will recognize it for what it is but it also won't be authentic if that element was not there you know what i mean that's true because you 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 know if you go to certain neighborhoods like you know el barrio and fucking uh spanish harlem and fucking uh washington heights and that's where the in the heights movie um you know was predominantly located at bushwick et cetera. cetera. you go to different neighborhoods and you know you're gonna hear certain dialects or whatever you're not gonna have two people
0: and you bring this up in the book too
2: yeah, you're not one one person who's Puerto Rican, one person who's Dominican, it's and true. them not throw out us if they're Spanish fluent. They're they're not gonna not throw out some Spanish there. You know what i mean? they may they may talk in English, but there's it's, there's gonna be a mixture there. You
0: know what see, I mean? See, and some uh, see before I I hooked up with my wife twenty something years ago. Now I was a fluent yeah. and I couldn't read Spanish. Like to me, it was just Portuguese. I could do both. Then yeah. Again, talking about assimilating, going with her, being with her, talking to her parents. Everything. I started understanding, and then I picked it up very easily, like this. To like I said, to the point now where I could pretty—I can't really write, but I could read pro- properly, right? But yeah. my wife's Ecuadorian, so her Spanish is different from say your Spanish from Puerto Rico, like you know what I mean. And I had no yeah. idea it was like I thought it was like the Spaniard Spanish from Spain and South American Spanish. That's that's what I just thought.
2: It's hard, man. It's very hard to understand. Like I can I can't even tell you like I fully like I'll I'll, I'll still learn things about that. You know what okay. I mean? I'll still I'll still learn things about that shit. But that's why I have the whole part where like, you know, mm-hmm. you know when when this kid says this in this way, like it can mean yes. something different for Yes, for I like that part that exactly. Third. But here's the thing. It's like in English in, in in England, they speak English differently than we do.
0: That's true. Right? Yeah,
2: like try. To, and here's the thing. And this is why I hate when people are like, you know, athletes should just learn how to speak English. Why do we have to pay for these translators, et cetera, et cetera, when they come to the United States? And it's like a lot of people who say those things have never had to try to learn another language because in a lot of cases they're white and they could just get by. Sure. When it's like, nah, dude, like try to learn any other language, German, French, Spanish, Portuguese, whatever. <laughs> the case may be uh fucking chinese japanese a lot yep. of people think that they're the same i know a lot of people think that they're the same you know what i mean like it's very different so yep. yeah like think about the way their dialect is and not even just england but different parts of england like even slang from new york city it's not the same as slang exactly from florida or california or dc yep. all the time or philadelphia you know mm-hmm. like all those things are different that's why it's hard To sort of walk that line and navigate it but you know yeah like imagine trying to explain somebody who doesn't know English like yeah there's a difference between then then and then they all sound (laughs) the same (laughs) they all sound the same you and your and the apostrophe goes here whatever like yeah yeah man and then at some point you just throw your hands being like look language shit is made up just get your message across as effectively as you can
0: It's so true. (laughs) It is what it is, you know? Oh my God, that's hilarious. And going back to Splinter Cell reference of yours, you sprinkled that into the book and you sprinkled a lot of your personal (laughs) stuff in there. Like, (laughs) I could so tell. I'm like, this is everything from your references, from
2: all the pro wrestling
0: references. But my favorite, I got to tell you, this is one thing I will ruin from the book, was when, straight from the book, quote, Amaya Ruiz was more reckless than the top of Zinedine Zidane's head in 2006. I dropped a book, and I started laughing out loud. I was like, what the fuck? That's hilarious.
2: Yo, like, but that, but that's the thing. Like, you can do those sort of things when you're just, you know, you're just trying <laughs> shit. You're just being creative or whatever. Like, there's oh. a lot of references, but yeah, yeah. I wanted people... Because I'm like, yo, the story could be tragic in some way, although I don't think it, it, it quite... I mean...
0: Maybe. I say anything. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I was, <laughs> was going to say, but I wanted to... Because for oh. me, I love... I, I I laugh at everything. I try yeah. to find the humor in everything, even things that I shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, I might make jokes at somebody's funeral, you know, just to try to lighten them up. Yeah,
0: I'm right? the same way too. The yeah, like, yeah.
2: You know, like, y'all are crying about this person, but this motherfucker will call you, you know, this dad and the third if you were crying about him. Like, you know, whatever. So I try to find those little pockets, and I feel like I feel like there's enough there for people to be like, oh, okay, I, I enjoyed this also, like I did get to laugh at certain parts or whatever, whatever. I feel like, you know, at least in most cases, once chapter at least, people will be able to find something and be like, Oh, that's that's pretty funny or whatever, that's humorous or that's lighthearted at the very least, and then be able to, you know, just go on and experience it and hopefully enjoy it. And yeah.
0: No, that's so cool. And again, going back to the main characters, but I honestly Okay, this is how I think of it. The four main characters can't be a main character because they're all together and without, you take one out, it's not the same chemistry. You know what I mean? So in my mind,
2: which they said, which
1: they said at some
0: point. See, there you go. So in my mind, I think that Albert or Alberto is the main character, so to speak. Cause even with the involvement of the dad, you know what I mean? So I almost looked at that because it's funny how you start off the book and then it, the way it progressed. And then all of a sudden, obviously, everything meshes together and you get a... Well, not a nice happy ending, but you get an ending. And you know what I mean? It's like, how the fuck did this guy make, like, a secondary character, literally, up until almost midway through the book, a main character after? It's so fucked up how you just switch that.
2: Yeah, bec- yeah, because I, I was thinking of the whole time about, like, all right, where do I want this to go?
0: Oh, and okay.
2: It, but, like, the second draft was different than the first draft. Like, the first draft comparatively it was too 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 much dialogue you know what i mean like it was too much like something on screen or whatever and i was like i gotta level this out better add a couple things here whatever there were certain things that i went back and added later on that sure that i saw were necessary at the end that in the beginning i was like i like i had no I had no intention of putting it there, but then you read something back or whatever, and then yeah, it just sort of I guess comes to you in a specific way. But yeah, the whole there's no like there's gonna be a two and hopefully a three. Although you know, give give me some time. (laughs) 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 But the plan the whole way was like yeah, I'm I'm trying. This is not a one off. Like this is something I want to build into into a continuation, and and for people to want a a
0: continuation. No, of course the cliffhanger was great and a part of the cliffhanger was Torres. I'll leave it at that. But another not main character. And I love how you made it okay. Because you know how sometimes you watch TV, you read books, you're like, okay, this is going to fucking happen. So a bit through it, I'm like, okay, I got Torres pegged. I know what the fuck this guy's doing. Then all of a sudden another swerve comes in. I'm like, okay, maybe he's not doing that. And then I go back. No, he is doing that for sure. And then the end happens. I'm like, okay, now I'm just fucking lost. I have no idea. Fuck this guy. And it was perfect storytelling, man. Like I loved how you made us go down that path.
1: I appreciate it.
2: Like, seriously. and that. But that that's exactly what I was going for, you know, just to, just because I didn't, I don't want it to be too predictable. You know what I mean? Like, of course. there are certain things, if you're smart, we've all seen a bunch of shit. That's what I mean. We all like, we play video games. Like, yeah. we, we, can, we can think of the craziest scenarios or whatever about what's going to happen to this person. And you know what? Predictability, not always a bad thing because sometimes you're satisfying the viewer or the reader. Or whoever it is, when get what you're giving them that, like we want to see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. Sure, and if of course. It, you know it's not gonna happen, but if it were to happen, we'd be fine with that. We'd be great with that. And last, Lashley, Lashley, we would think Lashley's probably gonna win. But whatever, you know, like whatever the case may. No, be. No, we have
0: like, to settle going. for Goldberg.
2: Yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's another story. But but for but yeah i think but for me it's like you want to you want to you want to be unpredictable you want to be able to like yes. you know just turn things because i mean look at the end of the day like you want this to reflect real life and life is unpredictable you know what i mean like there are a lot of things that happen crazier and crazier each day damn near and um you want to be able to reflect that in the storytelling so i you know i feel like i feel like i did uh, a adequate job <laughs> of doing that and i you know, the people reading it so far uh, would agree. We just need to get a lot more people on
0: board, you know? No, most definitely. And again, going back to the factor of you making it lighthearted and trying to line it up. The names of some of these chapters. Face Down, <laughs> Ass Up is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza Making Pussy is another one. <laughs> like, But again, it all makes sense in the book. Like, especially... Okay, I, I, it's not a real... It doesn't ruin the story because no one knows what's going on. But Face Down, Ass Up makes sense because... You know what I mean? What happened well, that, and how... That one... You know what I yeah, mean? that
2: one, you, you know, you don't want to give that one away. But, like, it does it does make sense. To the, like, I feel like, for me, it's like, I like when... When, even if it's a song or whatever... Yeah. Usually when it's about something or whatever. And they just kind of pick the title that, you know, from a line that maybe perfectly and captures the whole and thing. And that's
0: the thing, to, yes. It doesn't,
2: it doesn't have to be the chorus, but it's like, you can see... I mean... <laughs> you know chapter two like like you know that I, that one is something where like one of my friends like screenshot of me like what if she sees it whatever is that the <laughs> title of chapter two is uh for people who obviously don't know is the only trump he likes is tiana and if you know who tiana trump is then <laughs> you know the, your mind can sort of wonder sure. as to what the hell this could be you know what i mean so there's part of that too but yeah, yeah, a lot of right. porn
0: references too, my friend I, I think you watch a little too much <laughs> porn here Because, like, again Being in my 40s now and married for so long I, I like I, I watch porn here and there, but I don't know who people are So every time you mention someone I'm like, okay, who's this person? I'm like, okay, next Okay I'm like, what the fuck, all this guy watches this porn? <laughs>
2: Here's the thing, right Who's saying that predominantly, right? High school kids and I remember uh, being in high school. I remember being in high school and like, what do you talk sense. about with your friends? Sure. What do you talk about with your friends? Like what? <laughs> even okay, okay, middle, okay, Like this is what it is. You know what I mean? Like even even dudes now as adults, like this is something like that. Yo, you know, you, <laughs> I mean that can go anywhere. Like there's fucking OnlyFans now. You know what
0: I mean? Like see, that's what can, it is. Like I think that's why I felt because again, growing up when I grew up, like okay, you're just gonna really date me out there. When know, I first. So, I,
2: I just got an idea for another thing. I got to like make a note of this real quick as you're saying that. (laughs) Now that i mentioned (laughs) obi
0: Oh my God. Okay. I hope it's something good. But anyways, back to what I was saying while you write down your thoughts. When I started watching porn as a, I guess, early teenager, the person on top was Tracy Lords. How about them apples? Okay. And then after that, transition to, like, Jenna Jameson, and then after that, it's like, the internet blew up, and then that's it. It's like, everyone was a porn star. I'm like, okay, this is just fucking overload. Now I just, I I don't even, I can't even name you someone who's recent. I have no idea, man. I
2: mean, Tiana broke through. You know what I mean? Like,
0: she's she's one of the
2: the ones that broke through. Like, I don't know if she's number one necessarily, but, like, there there are people on uh, Call of Duty, when you play, like, they've named their their uh, gamer tag after some of these people shut up danger abella danger and tiana trump and um there's a couple of others that i can't quite think of right i'm sure there's a lisa ann lisa ann was probably
0: like oh yes i've heard of her yes she's yeah Yeah,
2: she she was probably because she but she rose to prominence um when she was uh acting as sarah palin in (laughs) in a film called who's nailing palin maybe that's (laughs) where i heard of her when she was running for office and then ended up Uh, being i think john mccain's vp candidate and then they didn't end up obviously winning because obama did but right right. yeah i I remember that pretty vividly you know what i mean i'm sure you do These are during my formative years, so sure. so that's the thing. It's like people people may say this, that, and the third about it. Like, why do they keep talking about that? And it's like, but it's true. I know, what, hi, saying, hi, yeah. what do high school kids talk about when they go to school? You're right. When they're amongst their friends or whatever, like they just be bullshit. It's you know
0: what true. I mean? It's so true. No <laughs> kidding. And lastly, okay, before we get to the word story of the week, I have to say it. The the character Sable Luna is Sabiel. it Sa Sabiel, Sorry. This is you, no? Come on, yeah. <laughs> come on! I can There's see you written of- all over, especially to the social media hate, to interviewing and being like caring more about your form of art than caring about followers and shit. I'm like, this is Brian written all over it. Come on.
2: The conversation with his girlfriend, which you know, this is the see, one that I'm probably one that I'm probably gonna have at some point tonight. Uh, I will say this, like. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of uh, of me sprinkled in there. I will say that.
0: Okay, we'll leave yeah, it I at think,
2: that. I think people I think people <laughs> that know me will pick that up and have. It's not the first time I've heard it. Okay, Like okay. I'm not on some you figured me out shit. I mean, it's sure. a little deliberate, but I mean, hey, you know, you, like we we've all we've all played games and was like, where could I see myself fitting in this? Or if I was a character in this game, what would my name be? What would my of role course. be? Just, you know, there might be a little bit of that in, in, uh, in that particular person.
0: <laughs> and why not? You're the one writing the story. Why not shove you in there? Like, look. He, he ain't the main character. Look at know? Stan Lee before he died. He was in, in every single Marvel movie. It was in his fucking contract. <laughs> it wasn't a big yeah. role. It was a one-second walk-by, but he was in every fucking movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, this person, has this person has, uh, uh, Sabio, has an important role, but not a main... No, of you course. You know, not the main role. No, not at all. But people, people will... Get, they'll they'll know why that is you know what i mean yeah yeah it's done and it's done in a way that i think is necessary and they'll they'll like what when they when they come across it they'll be like oh okay i can see why this character matters and it's not just <laughs> it's not just Stanley sort of thing a sure. contract or whatever right, right, right. there ain't no contract you know what i mean people buy the shit and the money going to me a bunch of it so
0: <laughs> cool cool ready for the weird story of the week my friend Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Have you ever impersonated someone online or been fooled by someone online before?
2: No to the first part. The second part, I don't think so.
0: Because that's what I was thinking too. Maybe early on, maybe I clicked on something I shouldn't because I don't know any better in the early stages of the internet. That's but what I'm saying. You, I'm, you know I'm what I mean?
1: of like,
2: yeah, like I come to think of it probably was not talking to Tori Wilson at 14. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I mean? (laughs) Like,
0: Or like now, oh, if you respond to this email, you get to marry uh, a princess and inherit $1 (laughs) million. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably,
0: yeah. Actually, I'm curious to see where this goes. Funny sidebar, quickly. Mm. A guy I used to work with, that actually happened to him. He fell for it, eh? He's like in his 60s and he got an email one day. And he was lonely, poor guy, I never really in a relationship. Fuck, you know what I mean? Oh. So he fell for it and she was like, uh, I think she was Japanese and he was sending her money. And then when it was time for her to come over, she was like, okay, send me the money to buy the ticket. And that was the last big thing I guess he sent over. And I think he spent like over $30,000 on her. And then in the end, she just goes to them and obviously never came over. And I'm like, I feel sorry, but at the same time, he is sort of a prick, and you should know better by now. Like, come on, man.
2: Here's the thing, and this also factors into a part of the book. Robbing people is a side hustle. It is. At the end of the day, you
0: Unfortunately, know I know. <laughs> it it is. is. It is. Got to so, be careful. Got to yeah. be careful. Okay, back to the story. So, this week's story comes, well, sort of all over the world, and I'll get to that, but really it ended in Colombia where a man would impersonate famous soccer stars to get free shit, speaking of side hustle. Huh. So, what okay. this this guy would do, he would create like a profile of like a famous so- soccer star of whatever country he was in. like. But this is how dumb some people are. Like Again, this is why you look for the check marks, and, and this is why a check mark sometimes is important in these circumstances. So, yeah. he was going around, he was doing all that, he was making fake stuff. So, here's some of the things he would get for free. He would get... Like penthouse hotel rooms, he he rented yachts for free. He would oh my God. he dined in high class uh, restaurants, and the way he would get away with it—this is crazy shit—he would tell the companies he only deals with wire transfers. Okay, so because he's an international star. It, it takes days to clear. So not wanting bad publicity, the people who are taking advantage of wouldn't say anything because next thing you know, they think that this guy's going to blast out about their company and then people start com- stop coming. You know what I mean? So they would take his yeah. word on it and then same thing, he would ghost and just disappear. Yeah. How crazy is that? And so he started off in Africa. He went to Europe, now he, he went to South America. So that was sort of his... And again, different countries, like he went through all of... Like I think he started in Suriname, then he made his way up. He, and then all of a sudden he went to like Netherlands, he was in like Belgium. Always portraying uh, soccer stars, right? So he finally got caught in Colombia. He got caught during one of his scams. <laughs> so he hired a bunch of prostitutes.
2: This is getting good. Now and we're fucking talking. <laughs> <laughs> he speaking hires, of what we were speaking of. Her. See, he
0: hires okay. a bunch of prostitutes. And when it came time to pay, because everyone knows. Well, again, sorry. Not that I know this. I've never hired a prostitute. But from watching movies and stuff, you pay at the end. You know what I mean? And if you don't pay, then the pimp comes in and fucks you up, right? Yeah. So he. I
2: think, well, in GTA, don't you pay before?
0: Oh, maybe you do, do you?
2: I think in GTA, you pay before.
0: Well, I don't... But again, this is high-class shit, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. But I do remember, like, in GTA, like, paying for, you know, a certain thing that you would get from a prostitute.
0: But I'm thinking of more like the high-class shit when you go, like, to a bar, and she looks like she's like a supermodel type thing, not someone with no teeth and smells like fucking urine, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. (laughs) Like, come on. We're talking about high-class shit that costs, like, fucking five to ten grand a night type shit, right?
2: Yeah, oh Jesus, It's a lot of money. So he
0: hired a bunch of them. I guess like four or five, we'll say, for the sake of the story. So when it came time to pay up, he played his same violin. Oh, wire transfer, I'm a superstar, it takes a few days. They're like, we don't take wire transfers, We're, we're prostitutes, we need
2: cash. Yeah, off the books, homie.
0: Thank you, right?
2: Off the books.
0: There you go. And obviously, these girls don't care about social media clout. They have fucking street clout, and they're getting paid, look how much... And they have their fucking black book and shit, so they don't need extra, you know what I mean, eyes on them. So he had no money. Guess what happened? Oh, man,
2: I don't even know if I want to. I I, kind of just want to hear it because I'm scared about where this might go.
0: They beat the living shit out of this guy to the point of no return. Like, literally, they even dumped him on the street. They kept beating him up. The cops finally showed up and everything, and that's how he fucking got caught.
2: I mean, I can't say he didn't get what he deserved, but what, oh, my main question, right? He went to all these places right. and he was able to get away doing this. Yeah. I want to know two things. Okay. As, as we were talking about creative writing, because sure. I'm trying to think, like, this is an interesting character. <laughs> um, He, one, what does he look like? And two, what were the names that he used in all these different places?
0: See, that's the thing. It didn't say what he looked like. I'm, I could get... I could probably say where he's originally from. Let me see that.
2: Because you you said you said Africa, Europe, South America, whatever. I'm like, he's got to be like, you know, a little darker. Has to be, right? Let's see. But what he... would his names be in all these different places? Oh, okay.
0: So he was born in Suriname. So yeah, he's dark.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah. He couldn't He could. He couldn't be a white dude to, 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 to get away with this in Africa. No chance.
0: Oh, that's they true, beat too. The fuck out,
2: they would have beat the fuck out of him over there. You know what I mean?
0: right you're and right certain
2: places certain places in south america too you know
0: and <laughs> that explains why he went like to netherlands and to belgium too same thing within so- south america like you hit colombia like ecuador it's more black predominant right so yeah yeah it makes like sense go,
2: like if he went to argentina
0: yeah exactly really or chile panama, or something
2: <laughs> if he went to panama that would have made more sense he'd be fine you know
0: that's I mean, so true I see what you're saying And
2: now The the names Which I'm sure They didn't have That needs to get revealed I need to know What name he used They
0: never Show They never explained What names If he used a
2: different name If he even Oh wait no He had to have used a different name
0: No I guess it was like Local soccer stars Like whoever is like Their Ronaldo of that country So to speak
2: That's what I'm saying So I'm wondering Who did he impersonate When he got there You know what I mean But
0: that just goes to show He must have No hold on I figured this out He fucked over racist white people though, Because think about this Huh A racist white person thinks all black people look the same, no? So they wouldn't even look twice at the profile. Like, come on, look at his profile. You would see it doesn't look like him.
2: Uh, and and they would only allow you to be around them if you had a certain stature and you know salary or whatever the case may be. So yeah, that that, like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe they
0: deserve to get fucked over.
2: I mean look I, I, I have no idea but
0: who knows man
2: who the, the, the know? time and preparation and elaboration because you're talking about somebody who tra like he's getting money from somewhere by traveling right and
0: doing well that's all the these thing different
2: things from getting from place to place like and i also wonder like what why you know what i mean like just just you are you fucking bored like what well, what is what is the meaning of this
0: Maybe he's living <laughs> his best life man fuck <laughs>
2: I mean, look, he got beat up by four prostitutes, and... <laughs>
0: well, they said it lasted for a good 10 years he was pulling off the scam, so that's a pretty good run. 10 year?
2: Oh, yeah, I thought man. this was over the course of, like, a summer. No,
0: man! This is like he would go somewhere and plant himself there until he would... Until, I think I read, to it, until they started talking about him and he started noticing people knew who he was, then he would go to the next country.
2: I have even more questions about this. <laughs> send, send, me, send me the story, <laughs> and i'm i might have to do my own digging here okay. i might have to like figure because i have so many like i would love even even if it's like a jail call i would have liked to be like yo man like what you know like why'd you do this
1: <laughs> what were
2: you, and what were your names because i need some more ideas for some characters you know what i mean oh
0: like- my god <laughs> that's fucking hilarious <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> bringing people together on the podcast that's what i do man
2: absolutely
0: oh uh, shit uh, well thanks brian plug your shit where people can find you the book your socials all that stuff man go for it
2: doggo heights victims are taking up space out now on amazon um link is on my twitter pinned on my instagram pinned and you could also search for it it'll come right up and it's only 20 so go get that shit because the majority of the money goes right to me as an independent and it's self-published and uh Twitter, Instagram at Brian Fonseca, and why is in New York. So,
0: there you go. And for myself,
2: verified on, on Twitter now. Also, I will add that. Congrats. I'm not the one that cares about that kind of shit like that, but it it did, it does add a little sum. You know what I mean? Because people, uh, people, people care about that stuff. So, you know, it, do, it doesn't hurt when you have to negotiate for certain things. I, would I was just gonna something.
0: say, if it means that someone doesn't slam a door in your face, why not use it to your advantage?
2: Why not? why the fuck
0: not exactly and for myself you will find no check marks on instagram and twitter but you can follow me under (laughs) finger styles you can follow the podcast on twitter the podcast app email us your thoughts suggestions comments anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com please rewind to the top of the show support those fine sponsors because if it helps them out most definitely helps me out please again most importantly rate subscribe review on all major platforms one last thing what was the hardest thing through the whole process of writing this book
2: Oh, my God. Just setting aside the time and, and being consistent with it. Uh, and 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 that's the same thing now, but like now I'm doing more. You know what I mean? Okay. Around there. Like now, like I just have more things going on and I'm more busy. So it's like try, just trying to find the time. Just sitting your ass down, getting your social media apps, blocking yourself from them sure. for, you know, two hours or whatever it is and then just getting in your rhythm because once you're in your rhythm you're you're good like you'll be able to like get what you need to get done for the day but it's really just the time and consistency um of doing it because like the ideas you don't want to force them but at the same time if you're able to just sit down and be like all right i, I have a couple hours let's try to make some shit happen it'll it might take a little while it might take one of those hours but some shit will eventually pop off so yeah
0: on that note he's brian i'm steve this is a podcast peace